Welcome to Half Finished to Done, a podcast for passionate business owners like you who are ready to stop procrastinating and start finishing all of your half-done projects. I'm your host, Christina, and I'm looking forward to helping you finish your projects in a calm, sustainable way using a simple, repeatable process. All along the way, we'll be working through the mental, emotional, and logistical obstacles that are standing between you and extraordinary projects. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the podcast. We are going to talk today about how to take action. This is the root of every single thing that you want to do in your business, everything you want to create every project you want to work on, every habit you want to implement, it all comes down to how to take action. The very first thing that you have to know in order to take action is why you're not taking action. And I'm going to break that down in what we call the model. The model is a tool from the Life Coach School where I got my life coaching certification, and it just explains human behavior. It's a way of understanding how you operate and why, and it explains why you're not taking action. So there are five lines of the model. We've got circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. The circumstances are the facts of any situation. They're irrefutable. Everybody in the same situation would agree. Then we have thoughts. You can think of thoughts as sentences in your brain that are your interpretation of the circumstances. Your thoughts create your feelings. And those feelings are vibrations in your body. So you're physically feeling them in your body. Our feelings drive our actions or inactions. And then those actions or inactions create results. So we're going to talk about the action line of the model today. And we're going to talk about everything that influences that. So if you think back to what I just mentioned, all actions are generated and fueled by feelings. So anytime you want to understand why you're not taking action, I want you to think about what is the feeling that I'm feeling that is prompting me to stay in inaction. And procrastinators are going to be super familiar with a lot of these. So it's going to be feelings like apathetic, resigned, guilty, ashamed, embarrassed, inadequate, overwhelmed, confused unclear. And those feelings are created by thoughts. So let's talk about some thought feeling combinations that you might be very familiar with. You might think I'm not good enough and it makes you feel inadequate or this isn't fun. And that makes you feel bored. I have too much to do. And that feels overwhelming. I should have already done this. And that creates a feeling of guilt. It's just not going to be worth it, which creates a feeling of resignation or apathy. So taking more action always starts with increasing awareness of what's happening for you in any given moment in your mind and in your body. You'll know that you're more deeply understanding this when you start hearing your thoughts that are happening in your mind and you start tuning into your body sensations. So you might feel like Anxiety shows up as a tight chest or your shoulders are hunched. Maybe your jaw is tight or your eyebrow is crinkled. You'll start really hearing yourself think and then feeling that reaction in your body. 
And this awareness happens in three stages. It happens retroactively. So first you can look back and be like, oh yeah, I was feeling a certain kind of way. Then you'll start noticing it in the moment where you're really understanding in the present moment what's happening for you. And then the last stage will be understanding it proactively. So you're like, oh, I was on the verge of thinking and feeling this certain way. And you'll be able to catch yourself before it even happens. Now, as you understand what's happening for you unintentionally, the reasons why you're not taking action, you're going to be tempted to be like, that's great. I understand it. Now let's take some action. But I encourage you to slow down at this point because there's one more thing that we're going to do with the unintentional portion before we move into taking action. And that is the art of really questioning your thoughts. So let's take a few examples. If you are used to thinking the thought, there's so much to do, and that creates a feeling of overwhelm for you, that will probably lead you to paralysis and you don't end up doing anything. So let's go back up to that thought. There's so much to do. In that moment, you can pause and ask yourself, how many things am I actually expecting myself to do here? What is the actual number that we're talking about? Is that actually too much to get done? Is there more to get done than can physically, literally get done? If so, what's got to give? What do I need to dump, delegate, or delay? But often what happens when you just stop to question this thought of there's too much to do is you realize you don't actually have too much to do. Your brain is just used to feeling overwhelmed, so it's constantly giving you thoughts that create more overwhelm. There's too much to do. There's too much to do. And you're just going to be the fact checker. I call it pressure testing your thoughts. So another example is you might have the thought, I can't do it because I've never done it before. And that creates a feeling, let's say, of resignation. You're going to use that opportunity to check in and pressure test that thought. Why am I assuming that I can't do it just because I've never done it? Isn't it true that I've done a million things in my life that I've never done until I did that? How could it be in this situation that I actually can do it even though I've never done it before? And I'll give you an example from my life and my business. I found myself thinking the thought constantly about a year and a half, two years into my business, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's not for me. I'm not good enough. And it created so much inadequacy. And so a ton of my work was focused around just questioning, why not me? What do I think is in me that keeps me away from success? And I would ask myself that question and I wasn't afraid to give myself an answer. So I would come up with things like, I'm not likable enough to be successful, or I'm not good enough at selling, or I don't explain things well enough. And I would just question the validity of those thoughts. I would work to find counter evidence and Sometimes I would just say, maybe that's true. So what am I going to do about it? What skill set do I need to build? I'll give you one example that I hear a lot of times from my client, which is they're thinking, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to work on. And that makes them feel really confused. And so from that place of confusion, of course, they don't take any action. One way to debunk that or to pressure test it is to just ask yourself, if I did know what to do, what would I do? and you'll end up giving yourself really brilliant ideas. All right, so, so far we have two super important pieces, understanding why you're not taking action, and then once you figure out that reason, 
pressure testing it, questioning it, and really seeing if it falls apart under scrutiny. And sometimes just those two steps are enough to make you be like, oh, this is all so silly. Let's go take some action. And it becomes really easy and natural to get into action after you've understood what's holding you back. But sometimes you're going to need an extra little boost here. So what you're going to do is build what we call an intentional model. So we looked at the unintentional model. What are the thoughts, feelings, actions, and results that you aren't wanting, but you currently have? And then we're going to go over to an intentional model. So how could you actually create the result that you want by shifting the way you're thinking, feeling, and acting? So the first thing to do is to make a conscious decision about the intended action that you would like to take. Because think about how often you have the expectation of yourself to take action, but you're not even sure what you actually expect of yourself. So you're going to use this opportunity to tell yourself the action you're going to take, how you're going to take it, and when you're going to take it. And then you've got to figure out, what do I need to be feeling in order to take this action? So there's a million different feelings that could generate action. I'll give you some of the most common examples that I work with my clients on. One is committed, determined, focused, calm, courageous, confident. And sometimes you're going to use discomfort. So discomfort doesn't feel like it would be an emotion that generates action. But sometimes we just need to feel freaking uncomfortable and do it anyway. So that discomfort usually looks like feeling anxious, nervous, inadequate, overwhelmed, any of those things we traditionally describe as negative emotions, but you're having more acceptance about them and you're taking action anyway. So after you've asked yourself that question of what do I need to be feeling in order to fuel my desired action, then you can figure out what would I need to be thinking in order to create that feeling. So these are any powerful thoughts like, I know exactly what to work on. I'm a person who knows how to focus. I am capable. It's hard, which is exactly why I'm doing it. I can feel like shit and still follow through, right? Those are just some examples of thoughts that you might have that would fuel the feelings you need to have in order to take action. All right, so at this point, you have mapped out your unintentional model, the reason that you're not taking action. You've pressure tested that unintentional model to find out what's really true here. And now you're creating your intentional model, which is just telling yourself, what do I need to be thinking and feeling in order to take my desired action? So at this point, depending on how tough this action feels to you or how intense it feels to you, you might just be able to go out with what we've talked about Go take your action, feel fucking amazing about it. That might be where you're at right now. However, there are some times where you're asking yourself to take action repeatedly, especially in the face of obstacles. So I want to talk about how to keep selling yourself on taking action. And when I say selling yourself, I just mean repeatedly reaffirming for yourself the value of taking that action. All right, so let's work with an example. Let's say that your original unintentional model was the thought, I'm not good at focusing, and that thought makes you feel really defeated. 
from that place of defeat, you're always going to procrastinate. You're not going to try to do deep work. You're always going to create evidence for yourself that you're a person who doesn't know how to focus. And then let's say you move into the second step, which is pressure testing. And you start really questioning the thought, why do I think that I'm a person who doesn't know how to focus? And maybe what you come up with was, I never learned the skill of focusing on demand. No one ever taught me that. So maybe it's not so much a personal failing of mine as it is, I just wasn't equipped with the right tools, right? So now you've taken this sting out of that thought. So then you decide that the action you want to take is to do a deep work session. This is a very leading example because I'm trying to get you all to do deep work. So let's just put my agenda right there on the table so you don't think I'm being sneaky. So you want to use the deep work guide, peakcoaching.co slash deep work state. You can buy it for $27. I might as well just insert a commercial right here. So you decide that that's your action that you want to take is to use that guide. And now you got to figure out what do I need to be feeling in order to whip out that guide and actually use it? So let's go with the feeling of trusting. And that feeling of trusting is created by your intentional thought. I'm going to use this process as it was created and trust that it will work. Now, best case scenario, you grab the deep work guide, you take it out, you have that intentional thought that it's going to work, you use it, and you're happy forevermore, right? That would be amazing. And that for sure does happen with some people. But let's take the example of you do all that and now it still feels hard or now you hit an obstacle. So let's say, for example, you were totally geared up, you started using the deep work guide, and then you had an idea about something else that you needed to do in that moment and it took you off track, it sent you down a rabbit hole and you didn't finish your deep work session. So let's say that's the situation. Your brain is going to want to default back to your unintentional thought. It's going to want to go back to the thought. I'm not a person who knows how to focus. I'm not good at focusing. That's totally normal for your brain to bounce back there. But we can intervene at this point. And we intervene by going back to selling yourself on the value. So why is it important for you to be a person who focuses? Why do you want to master using the deep work guide? You're selling yourself on taking continued action in spite of obstacles. So let's say that what you come up with was, of course, I want to use the deep work guide. I'm specifically using the deep work guide because I tend to fall down rabbit holes. That's a problem worth solving for me because it wastes so much time for me and it takes me away from the actual important work. So you'll see here that you used the obstacle and your response to the obstacle to further sell yourself on the value of deep work instead of using it as a reason to quit. That right there will change your life. That is the difference between people who quit or back off of taking action and people who keep taking action is are you using your obstacles to double down on your intended action or are you using them as reasons to walk away? So we've explored the unintentional model, pressure testing the unintentional model, creating an intentional model, and then using obstacles that crop up as a reason to further sell yourself into taking action instead of not taking action. I want you to just sit with that for a second as like, let it blow your mind that that could be the only thing that you have to master in order to consistently take any action that you want to take in your life. 
And what I want to offer, if this seems complicated or overwhelming to you at all, is that your brain is actually doing all of these things all of the time anyway. I'm just showing you a way to see it with more clarity and more awareness. And the more that you practice, the more that this becomes second nature. So at this point, I can diagnose myself super quickly. I can be like, oh yeah, this is what I was feeling. That's why I didn't take action. And it was because of this thought, boom, pressure test it. Let's move to the intentional model. Here's what I'm going to do in order to take action, right? That's all such second nature. It's on autopilot for me at this point. Not always. I'm still a human and I still stump myself sometimes, but I have a lot more awareness around it only because I've practiced. So if you want to practice this ability to watch your own brain and then change your brain in order to take more action, the best place to do it is in my program, Half Finished to Done Live. And so if you go to peakcoaching.co slash HFD live, you can figure out how to enroll in the program. We are going to practice this skill for eight weeks. Every single thing that we do in the program is designed around figuring out why you're not taking action and how you can move yourself into a place where you can comfortably and sustainably take action on your most important projects. So if that's of interest to you, for sure, come find me. I would love to work with you. And this skill set right here will change your life for sure. Okay, take care and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Half Finished to Done podcast. If you're ready to become a self-assured repeat project finisher, the best place to work with me is in my eight-week group coaching program, Half Finished to Done Live. You'll leave our time together with one finished project and the skills you need to finish any project, personal or business, in the future. Just head to peakcoaching.co slash HFD live for your next step. Can't wait to work with you.